In today's episode, we get to speak to John Wong. He is the fourth child of the Vietnamese immigrants to Canada. John is very familiar with hard work. He was born and raised in Hamilton, worked from a young age to help his family while also having some bucket money to have fun. John had the most, almost too many jobs to count, starting from when he was 10, um, going on paper routes. And throughout the work, he's focused on single things, building relationships. He has a serial, he's a serial entrepreneur. He has businesses in real estate to online to an SEO company. So let's find out what thing what John thing is the most important thing for an entrepreneur who's transitioning from the corporate world into becoming um, a serial entrepreneur like himself. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today on Money Talkies with Gul Khan, you are, um, you are, you're going to have the pleasure of meeting once again, John Wong. Now you've met John already because we interviewed him and you shared his inspiration story on a Friday feature, of, uh, you know, a couple of months back. But now we're actually talking to him and actually, you know, picking his brains because he is an expert and he's, he knows how to generate wealth. He knows how to set up successful business in different niches as well and today we're going to talk to him about two topics we're actually going to talk about first and foremost about how to create a recurrent uh, income um, uh, setting up a, rec- a business with a recurrent income on a regular basis so that when you are transitioning from your corporate world into into your entrepreneurial world you have some sort of stable, stable income and then if we have the time we'll go into wealth creation too so welcome John how are you doing I'm doing great. Thank you for having me again, Gal. I'm excited once again on, to be on your show. Thank you so much. And we had such a, a amazing positive feedback from our last episode with you. People loved your story. People loved the way you approach mindset and the way you sort of, you know, overcame you know, things in your life, especially coming from your background, which is amazing. So without further ado, you know, everybody knows how amazing you are because you just told them in the intro. So let's get straight into this conversation. So John, if somebody is and like this, like I said, this podcast is listened to by people who are either entrepreneurs right now, or who are looking to, you know, transition from their normal corporate jobs into the entrepreneurial space. So if someone is thinking about that, or is currently is an entrepreneur, You've mentioned to me off in the green room the fact that the very first thing that people need to focus on is having a recurrent income business and, and having that model as a, as, a, as a number one priority before they do anything else. So can you explain to us in layman terms, what does that mean and what does that entail? Um, so what that means is because I, I worked in the space at Yellow Pages and mm-hmm. I understood corporate, uh, acquiring new customers are the most expensive, the mm-hmm. hardest and it's very time consuming. So the key is not only to retain them, but have some sort of subscription so that it's more of a predictable income. The challenge is when you're starting off as a business owner, it's all about you know fast and 
uh, feast of famine, right? You're out there hustling, you're out there trying to make a living, right? And especially if this is either a side hustle or you left your corporate world, it's more about you need to now ensure that you have something sustainable. Maybe yet you're using up some of your savings and you want some more predictability behind it. Right. Um, so when you're thinking about your business idea or concept or whatever system that you're kind of building service-wise or product-wise, you need to ensure that there has to be some sort of maintenance contract or some sort of monthly, quarterly, semi-annually uh, predictability income stream so that you can then not just not go after new customers all the time, but ensure that and cultivate your existing ones. Um, so that they will continually stay with you for a very, very long time. Um, and then it allows you to then scale as well, hire more people to support the, the base and then hire more people to acquire new customers as well. But it's all, it's very important. A lot of people forget like building a business should be about you not being in the business all the time. Mm. And that's the stress behind it, right? Like yeah. everyone's so stressed when they're running a business. So I want you to stop there and explain this. Now, I, I know this because a business owner, what it means. Can you explain to our audience the difference between working on your business and working in your business? And I've been, I've done that both, by the way. So now, currently, I work on my business, not in my business. And that has made a huge difference in, in, in my lifestyle, in my work, and as you said, my stress load. But for the audience, please explain the difference. Okay. Um, so when you're working for someone else in a corporate environment, maybe it's in a finance world. Um, you go log in from nine o'clock until six o'clock or seven o'clock, depending on you know how, mm. how heavy the load is, if you're a manager, senior VP or whatnot, um, but you're dedicated to do these duties and activities and there's usually tasks involved. That's working in your business, right? So someone has already built a system for you to then have a job to then go in every day to do those daily activities. Right. Right. So that's working in your business. And then when you're a business owner, you basically do have that same mindset where you need to go in and do the work that you feel is necessary for the day. Right. So you have all these tasks and you feel like you need to accomplish that. But as a business owner, you have all these other tasks as well that you have to deal with from sales, accounting, bookkeeping, to marketing, to operations, manufacturing, distribution, um, hiring, firing, like everything, right? There's so much other things that you have to worry about. So there's a lot of stress that goes along with it when you're in your business working on everything that you think is very important, that you think you need to do everything the best top tier level at. When you start reflecting, when you start slowing down and start figuring out what truly is your zone of genius or what you're really passionate doing and your strength, your core, right? Hopefully you already have a creative business or you, you know what that business is all about. And then you try to figure out where your strengths reside. Focus on that strength. Do what you love doing because this business should not be dictating how you run your life right? It should free up time to, for your life to actually take unfold, right? right? So you want to run a business so that you do what you love 
and everyone else that you hire, outsource or freelance or whatever it is, contract, do things that you probably aren't as passionate doing or you're not as strong. And they are, they love it, right? So you just have to find where the gaps are, opportunities are, and let other people do what they love and you focus on your strengths. So then when you focus on your strengths, eventually you'll come to a point where you might not even want to do what your strengths are anymore. Find someone else as passionate as you for that strength so that you can work on strategy, scaling, growth potential, partnerships, other opportunities. Because when everything is going well, you can then not have to be in it, present all the time. And this is the other thing. When you're able to go away for a month or two months and the business is going well, that means you're working on your business. You're not in your business, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And that's wonderful explanations. I'm so glad you shared that. Now, coming back to this recurrent um, revenue model, uh, business generator model. Now, for that, that basically, the reason why I love that, and that's you know sometimes called passive. It's not necessarily passive, by the way, guys. I, I think there's no such thing as passive income, to be honest, uh, when it comes to uh, having a business, because you need to do some sort of work on there anyway, uh, even if it's on the business and managing people, but it still is. This, uh, this gives you the stability that once people come from the corporate world, one of the biggest things that people struggle with, as I did, was used to having a certain amount of income coming on a regular basis. And because of that certain amount of income that's coming, you're used to having a certain lifestyle. You have your, you know, your mortgage expenses or your rent or, or the cars or the lifestyle. And most people don't want to compromise on that or are unable because of family commitments, are unable to compromise on that. So this recurring monthly stable income allows you to sort of transition more, I think, more smoothly from the from the corporate employee my own world into entrepreneurial stage. However, most people come across this issue of how do I set one up? What's the first step? So, what would you say is the you know what would you say are the five or three or you know how many steps to setting up a successful recurrent revenue model? So you brought up. Few great points. Um, lifestyle choices, right? And if you're used to going out, traveling, going out for meals, buying stuff, shopping, um, and and you like this kind of lifestyle, you don't want to give it up. Then you need to figure out a way to for a business to support that lifestyle. Yeah. And the the whole premise is, as an entrepreneur, it's not going to happen right away. When you start a business. It's you need to put in the hard work, grit and determination, figure out systems, figure out processes, figure out what the market demands, where you can fit in, play in the role of someone willing to pay for your product service so that it can support your lifestyle. Right. Support Mm -hmm. what you're planning on doing. So first, you need to ensure that you have a, a good business. Someone's willing to pay for it and they're happy to continue using you as a product or service. Right. Mm -hmm. A brand. If you don't have a good business, then you have no potential to have a recurring business or scaling, right? So right. understand that. Under Listen to your customers. Understand to give them value, right? Once you know that they're willing to stick with you and you have something that they're willing to pay for, then you got to figure out how can I have some sort of maintenance service-based level contract? Is it an annual subscription where they pay for maintenance? Maybe it's just a one hour diagnosis, very similar to your furnace repair, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or AC. There's a maintenance component where you pay monthly. It's not a huge amount, $10, $20. But you know if there's anything wrong, you have that plan. It's like an insurance plan, yep. right? Similar to subscriptions where you have magazines, right? If you are getting, you know, and this is maybe more old school, but monthly recurring magazine subscriptions or newspaper, you're paying that because you know what to expect every month, right? Every day you're going to get that newspaper. So you need something to predict where that income's coming from because there's going to be good months and bad months in terms of new acquiring customers, right? And there's also going to be a lot of churn as well. A lot of people that are moving, transient, moving away from the business. They might not even continue using you, right, for a short period. So you need to figure out your sweet spot, figure out who you really want to go after, how long is that lifetime value of customer, and then figure out what can you bring to the table that adds substantial value so so that they will continue paying you and not even think about it, right? Where right. they feel that you're a part of their business, right? Mm. You know, for me, I, I started this SEO agency and there's a lot of SEO companies out there. Mm. We're just a little bit different. We do one-year contracts and we continue giving more value than ever on a monthly recurring basis. We continue doing so much work from social to content creation, to adding images, to reputation management, to link building, all these embedded in our monthly service subscription, right? Mm. And that's how we built it because there's a lot of SEO companies that do website audits. It's a one-time fee. Mm. It's a one-time SEO implementation. It's very similar to website design. Mm. But where you can actually make a more sustainable business is a website design with monthly maintenance, Mm. right? Where someone then can go in every month with changes let it be one hour, three hour, five hour of changes. That's more of a recurring monthly basis. And it's more predictable and keeps those customers wanting to be with you sticky for a very, very long time. Right. Yeah. So your business, you have to figure out what your business is, how you can do it. And it's, it's really interesting because coaches and mentors, the ones that are very effective and do it very well are the ones that do have a monthly recurring, let it be, weekly touch points, monthly touch points, or an annual contract or a six month contract, yeah. because that's the relationship you're building, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And it may take a little bit longer to establish yourself, uh, mm-hmm. take, take a new clients to then use you for a very long time. I get it, but it's worth it in the mm-hmm. end. Because if, if you start off by doing a la carte right off the bat, taking any quick wins, mm-hmm. right? People will expect that, and that's what you'll be known for right yep. off the bat. Right. So, yep. so right off the bat, in my agency, we said twelve months only. Mm. People approached me wanting three months, six months, clauses to get out, and I said no. Until you're ready, you come to me when you're ready to commit. Right. Um, so you just have to stay true to yourself. You know what value you're bringing, what results you're capable of, and then just stick with it, stick with your gut. And you're going to say no to a lot of people mm. and it's okay. Right. Because it's better to say no than take them on and their expectations are way off, you know, off what you wanted to perceive your business to be. Right. So right. just understand the whole concept of recurring. And 
it's gonna suit you really well. Similar to like new uh, um, subscription model, SaaS mm. businesses, technology, where you have internet, phone subscription, everything's monthly. Yeah, it is, it is. So what I'm hearing from you is, doesn't matter what service or product you're providing, you need to find out a way or design a system within your business where you're able to support your customers on a monthly basis and therefore have a recurrent income from them, it be a smaller amount, but from every single customer. And that will obviously cumulatively builds up and that's what gives you the stable income. But then you need to have that consistently for, you know, to, to have that recurrent income coming through. So it's not passive income, but it is recurrent income. It's something that you don't have to go out and acquire 10 new customers next month. The same customers should be still in contract with you and paying you over the next, you know, three, six or, or 12 months, whatever contract you have in mind. Now, that's a great model. From what I understand is they have to, not only are you going to come, you know, come forward and, you know, provide a product to your, to your customers, you have to take a step back and systematically think, okay, so this is my front-end product. How can I offer them a back-end product? Is that right? Yes. So, of course, there's that product service, that main bread and butter that people want to buy, right? It could be any widget. It could be. And there's great subscription models that are coming up right now. And I know you're in the UK, and it's more about, like, food. There's boxes delivered yeah. from the farm and their yeah. subscription which is recurring right yeah, yeah that's yeah. the business that is a system that you can actually sustain and support and build and scale right but there's a lot of farmers that do the same thing they go to farmers market to sell it one at a time and yeah they have to be in it every weekend to then and it's hard work it's it's a bloody lot of hard work yeah it's a lot of time and it's fine. People are passionate and they love it. Great, right? But if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, and you're smart and savvy, right? You have to look at where there's opportunity and there's companies that spot opportunity and they go with it. Anything like I, I'm a big proponent of wild, you know, grass-fed meats or um, herbs. I buy it online and tea. I have subscription model for tea as well, right? Mm. Um, which I know I'm going to drink a lot. Same with coffee, the organic coffee. I subscribe every month. I know what I'm going to get, but I don't have to go out to Costco and buy it at a yeah. one-time fee, right? Costco has a great subscription, annual membership, access yeah. to their their uh, facilities once a year and they give you rebate discounts right yeah that's a great subscription model i mean i mean i just remembered that you know one of the recent one subscriptions and services that i subscribe to I, i'm a big fan of plants and flowers and i'm a, i'm a i really love flowers fresh flowers and, and instead of going out and buying them every other week or every couple of weeks or whenever i went to when i saw them there, I came across a subscription model, which I've never seen before, but this 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 one company in the UK is, is doing it. And then I, I saw the ad on actually saw the ad on Facebook of all places. Um, as because a lot of people are using that the space now. And I've subscribed to it. So every every Thursday they send me a new bunch of flowers. Um, it's different every week, it's got a different name every week. They even show you how to arrange. I mean, I've got pretty good at that myself in here, but they show you how to arrange it too. And those are really high quality, really amazing bunch of flowers. For me, someone who loves flowers, without me having to go out my door, they take it and they even take the box away the next week. If you leave the box outside, they'll collect it for you when they deliver the next week's box. Now that's an amazing service. Can I get that bunch of flowers outside locally? Yeah, uh, I can. 
and probably for the same price it's for you know it's not much it's only 25 pounds and that's how much a, a decent bunch of flowers cost anyway so for the same price that I would have to go and out to a shop and buy flowers it gets delivered to my door regularly every single week and they get I get new fresh flowers without me having to think about it or you know or have to go pop in to get flowers and that company gets my money every single week which is 25 pounds and so on a monthly basis think about it, that's 100 quid like every four weeks that's quite a lot of money that I wouldn't normally think of spending on flowers but because it's on a weekly basis I'm happy and it's a great service so that's a, a some a model of a recurring model that exactly. you wouldn't you, know, you wouldn't normally think about would you so think about Netflix, Amazon, think oh, about yeah. your phone, think yeah. about everything is more of a system of a recurring business that are scalable. So you have to understand there's people out there that is looking for convenience. Yeah. Your, your, the product itself, as long as people are willing to pay for it, right? And you have something that is, you know, different, I guess, right? Something that actually stands out, that has uniqueness, quality, uh, price is decent. It's not, yeah, yeah you can pr- overprice it if it's high quality as well. Mm-hmm. It's fine. As long as there's a need in the marketplace, it doesn't yeah. matter. Right? It's the demand, isn't it? It's, it's, the, it's the demand. You, you sort of price it. I think I think my flowers, if they're, if they're too highly priced, I wouldn't buy them. At the same time, if there were, if they're, um, I think if it's anything less, it probably won't be worthwhile because, you know, they, they your perception. So it's, and, yeah, so I know that a bunch of flowers would cost, average cost 25 pounds. So they've priced it around that. So yeah, it's doing your market research too, to exactly. know what your customers would be happy paying and be, you know, it's, it's a happy medium. But yeah, you, but overall, if you can provide the quality, there's a need in the market and you can submit and you can supply, you can, you can meet that need. So there's a lot of businesses out there and the challenge is um, there's some big companies out there doing mm. this and this is where vc funding angel investing comes into play if you're bootstrapping it of course you can do it but it takes a little bit longer to source mm. out distribution create some marketing you know channels and mm. understanding market research but it's that whole journey have fun with it understand it as a business owner i love this stuff i enjoy every process along with it i meet some amazing people um but in, uh, know your numbers as well, like profitability, mm. know your margins, know your long lifetime value of a customer acquisition cost, knowing how, where the leads are coming from, you know, all your cost component from operations, your your people, your your product cost, your overhead costs, right? Everything needs to be really, really predictable for you to know and project for your next year, next month, next day. Definitely. I think I think knowing your numbers is one of the skills that any business owner, every business owner needs to uh, needs to have themselves, not just your bookkeeper or your accountant, but you as yourself need to know what kind of numbers you're playing with. And and I think uh, if you don't, then you always um, always lean towards an optimistic side, like I'm doing well when you're not realizing how much money is going out or where, where it's leaking out from. But that's another conversation for another time. So kind of sticking to this again. So so the first step for any entrepreneur who's thinking about having um, a serious, um, seriously thinking of becoming an entrepreneur is to find out how they can provide whatever service they're providing, but also provide it on a monthly recurrent income basis. Therefore, they're able to help. Now, I know in my personal business, we have, uh, you know, my monthly basis, uh, monthly 
um, program, which is um, Energy Tools and Clarity for Abundance. We do this monthly clearing, which um, at the moment is starting at, as, as twice a month we do. And that's a live clearing and then the replays available and obviously in the in the in the membership program. Now that's normally if I was doing the energy clearing, that would cost like 500 pounds or maybe even thousand pounds per clearing. In the actual membership that we have, it's only for, for 97 pounds. So for 97 pounds, we give a lot of value. There's, there's I think currently about 40 plus energy clearings and meditations in there. And so they all are, you know. Together, if put them a fine five hundred each, it's, 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 it comes to a lot. But on a monthly basis, you know, I'm happy to sort of give open that up for ninety seven pounds a month, which is hardly anything, and people are happy paying because they get so much value from it. And with, for me, that creates the exactly what you're saying about consistent income on a monthly basis. I know how much revenue I'm going to get month in, month out, and that helps to support the overheads for my business. Exactly what you just said, and this makes you. I think if not, it's not going to make you like billionaire or anything like that, but it gives you the stability to then have the cash flow to build and scale your business. Would you say? Exactly. It's all about predictable income. It's all about understanding where your next paycheck is going to be. Pay yourself first, of course. And then because you left your corporate gig, you understood there was that big, huge leap of faith and risk involved, right? And and when you do that, there's a lot of uncertainty. So you need some certainty in your life. And from your community that you're kind of building right now, there's other extensions of potential money-making opportunities, right? From partnerships to live events to other affiliate stuff that you can sell within mm-hmm. your base. Um, but it's all about adding value. Once they trust you, they know you're in it for the right reasons mm. and not just in it for that quick membership fee and stuff, but you're there to support, add value, give, they're going to want to work with you for a very long time, right? And you want to actually see them succeed as well. So people will know if you're in it in any business, right? For the right reason or not. Yeah. Um, so, so be genuine, be authentic, be yourself. And if you're not ready for it, then it's okay to work for someone else to understand it all. And it might not happen in the first couple of years. Mm. It may take time. It may take five years, 10 years. It's a process. Live, learn, enjoy, right? Make mistakes. It's a part of it all, right? Like I'm, yeah. I continue making mistakes. It's okay. I continue learning. It's okay. I, you know, money comes and goes, right? I'm at a different stage of my life, but it's, mm. I, I lost a ton. I was stressed. I learn from it. I try not to be as stressed now. I meditate. I, I do a lot of things that are like health consciously, like mindfulness, you know, great gratitude and all that stuff. But it's it's understanding the whole journey. I love what you said because it's, it, it really is about that. It's about, it's a journey. It's not an end destination. And this recurrent monthly income could support your journey. It could support your entrepreneurial um, endeavors and it can support your passion, but it is a journey. And, you know, expecting you to, yourself to have this model working for you from day one is, it's probably a bit naive. It does, for my, for my personal experience, it's something that you build on the side. So as at the front end, we built in the coaching. This, this became something that we, we sort of was a back end, one of the back end offers. And something that we do promote now, because now we have the funds available, we do run offers to it. And every now and again, we run the promotions, uh, you know, when you, we discount a little bit. 
but it's it's where it's on the you know we we we're actually building it on the side but the main business that my main coaching which is through the mastermind is the main bread and butter of the business this is slowly building it itself up and eventually we'll probably overtake it so when we have the thousand members in it then it would definitely be <laughs> well take over the the, the the amount of money we make on a monthly basis from the mastermind but it it's something that you slowly build up and that was my choice so there are other people who go and then just focus on the on the recurrent business and they just you know want to build that from the from scratch from from beginning whereas for me it was easier to have other products at the front end and build this on the side because i knew this was a long term goal and it was going to you know and especially when you first setting up a business be prepared to put more hours in i always say having a business is like giving birth i've given birth twice i've got two kids so it's the that, that's my my business and my third baby and the first year is pretty much the same as having you know a baby you know you're getting the baby to walk and you know but first first crawling and then walking and all the teething all the everything you go through with the baby is pretty much what you go through the business so the first three years are really, really tough but then you get into the groove and you sort of you know as the baby grows or as the business grows you become more confident wouldn't you say totally i mean first couple of years is challenge like you feel you're in it by yourself yes and it's very lonely yeah. and that's the biggest thing about community building understanding there are people out there and reach out ask um the challenge was as a business owner you felt you feel you have to do everything mm. and you have to do everything perfect before you you let your name go behind it right um and it's okay and i i kind of realize like no one's going to say anything even if it's bad out there right like it's just you putting all the stress and all these uh imperfections on yourself right um so once you start letting go and understanding that it's not the end of the world life goes on um changes happen and just enjoy the process because maybe you are perfectionist right and it has to be your way the perfect way all the time it won't be perfect the first time around or second time or the yeah. tenth time um because there's always going to be ways to improve get better use software use uh, collaborate with others uh, you know just other things that you can always improve on so keep adding value keep changing it try different things um and subscription model let it be and maybe it is a one time model that you have right now figure out a way to have some sort of more predictability mm. in whatever product service is because it's it's hard to grow business when it's just selling a product a one time yes agreed agreed because then you're constantly going after getting new clients and that that doesn't it's it's really difficult to make the sale again and again and again whereas with her model it's done for you automatically and i would even say professional services let it be a dentist or chiropractor yes it works for all, they... it works across all niches i think that's the point of oh, you know, you know, we're trying to get across this it can work for any niche it can work for any industry as long as you're willing to come up with a system to provide a service or a product on a recurrent or monthly basis right yes exactly so as a business owner that's my one thing i would really stress um focus on as opposed to like looking at just doing one product or one service very well like figure out how you can make it long longevity mm-hmm. like a lifetime value of many many years mm-hmm. uh if if possible because people are going to really you know connect 
with you mm. and that relationship is uh, you know so so good when they trust you and they yeah. open up to you during during this pandemic especially like people let me know what's going on in terms of their personal lives right mm. and that's where you know you kind of hit them um where you know they they actually think of you of not just a business partner relationship but a, a friend yeah a real course. peer right someone that you they trust well i think that depends on which which industry you're in uh but because i'm not gonna trust my my, my flower guy <laughs> but uh, uh you know but um i do love the flowers but i think i think so the first step is to you know work out a system where you can have um you can provide a similar service or the same service on a monthly basis and have um on a regular basis rather and maybe charge either monthly or quarterly or yearly but you know have that recurrent income set up and then i think this is where we, we, we i think we need to we'll come back and talk another time is then you see the lifetime value for client and then you have the numbers in place and then you look to scale up the business there's no point ever sticking to you know staying where you are the point always behind any business is to grow the whole purpose of life is to grow so if you have a business that's working and if it's generating you know you're putting a dollar in it comes out with two dollars then you need to find how you can put in ten dollars and get uh, you know a hundred hour whatever reason or ten dollars out reason being because um you know the just because you have a, a, a model doesn't mean it's going to be it's going to work on a larger scale so you have to have system in place which helps you allow to scale learn again by the way i learned this the hard way that you can't just scale up just because if something works you can't just throw more money at it to make it more work it requires a systematic growth and that's where you have to grow so i think we'll have to have another chat about this one we john yeah. <laughs> about how to scale and grow your business and probably another one about wealth as well but we will we will have john back um to have another conversation with us and talk about scaling your businesses as well as wealth creation and wealth generation. So John tell us where can we find you and and you've mentioned your SEO company. Um what kind of clients do you serve? Uh we're typically the service based type uh clients um that service a local community, right? So professional services like the lawyers, the dentists, chiropractors, right. plumbers, trades. Um and also we deal with a lot of B2B, uh larger ticket items, right? Um because our our service offerings are more of a relationship play long term, but building them up as thought leaders, right? right. Um versus the smaller I I, I want to help small business owners, but they need to understand their business first. And that's the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um we can't do it for them. They have to already know. So for us, we work with good businesses and make them great. Um by understanding who they are and how I can visibly make them more of a digital presence, right? Um so that's typically who we work with but i try to help out as much as i can um i mentor a lot i coach a lot i really just help providing value and giving insights and information i love stuff like this go um you be uh, allowing me to discuss um different business ideas and strategies because um this is where business is uh owners um really enjoy uh connecting and surrounding mm-hmm. themselves with like-minded people and individuals right this yeah. community of entrepreneurs we are in it to help and impact others of course of course and we want to see other people succeed um so th- that's why i love about this whole you know not just the seo world but like entrepreneurs stuff that you're doing podcasters right yeah. we're here yeah. to provide free content that's yeah. amazing yeah. so people can either listen or they can 
do nothing or do something about it. So yeah. we're here to help people that are action takers that are actually interested on wanting to move ahead, move forward. But if you're very passive, then figure out when you're ready. It could be yep. timing, it could be situational, right? It could be something, it could be something that you say or I say or something, you know, from they've, they've heard it from me on the radio and then you come in and, and reinforce that idea and that ignites something within them that, you know, that, or lights up their passion for a particular thing or something. It could be anything. Uh, I always say that, um, you know, as my mentor said, when the student's ready, the teacher appears and the teacher could be in any format. It could be through, um, you know, the, it may be, used to be the radios now, the podcasting or through a book or even, um, um, you know, a live mentor. But that's absolutely true. So thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you so much for your time, Johnny. It's been a pleasure as always having you. You always um, bring so much energy and so much life to this, uh, to the episodes and so much passion, which is, which is really, really, which, which is really nice to see. I really appreciate that because I, I'm very passionate about money and I like people who are passionate about their area of expertise. So it's, it's so nice to have that conversation. You really know when someone's really geared about helping and really passionate about helping other people learn about their area of uh, expertise, which is lovely. So John, we'll have you back. We'll have to have you back for, for another episode talking specifically on scaling up the businesses and also on wealth generation because you're a realtor as well. But until the next time we meet, thank you so much, John. And for everybody, uh, we will have all the links where you can find more about John and how you can contact him in the show notes. So don't uh, wait. I would say if you want to get in contact with him, absolutely amazing. He is as lovely as he sounds on the on the podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube on YouTube. But do get in contact with him and his, his website and all his links will be available as well as social media links. I believe you keep in as your social media links as well. So we'll yes. have his social media links as well. So you can join him on LinkedIn and Facebook and other places as well. Well, until the next time we meet on Money Talkies with the Girl Khan, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.golkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.